Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, everybody. This is the four time national award winning POET radio. You guys are joining intimate conversations tonight. I am your host for the evening, Nina Purple and Rob. We also have another uh, other host on the line, goes by Jay Price. And we're also going to be joined in a little while by our other co-host for the night, Venom. So we got some uh, topics to talk about tonight, guys. We're going to talk about um, different things that's been kind of controversial that we've been seeing in the news lately, starting with the R. Kelly documentary, um, I saw that the other day and it kind of really shocked me. Um, so we're going to talk about that today. Um, and the question for the evening is, if you had like a child that was being brainwashed by somebody and held against their will, what would you do as a parent? Would you do like the savages and try to do everything you can to get your daughter, or would you do like the other young lady who was in a documentary who actually went all the way to California from Chicago to get her daughter? She went to the hotel where uh, R. Kelly had her daughter being held hostage <clears throat> and went and got her, literally. So what would you do? And then we're also going to be talking about the Jesse Smollett attack tonight, too. Um, the question for that is, has anyone ever been like racially profiled have you been like you know something racially done towards you or have you had like been involved in a hate crime yourself so those are the questions that we have for everybody tonight uh so sit back man relax and enjoy the show so we haven't been on in like a couple of months so jay price man how you been what's been going on with you I've been okay. I've been a busybody doing a lot of shows and a lot of features. And I released my documentary a couple of weeks ago. It's on YouTube. So everybody can go and view it. It's a Janine Hall story. Um, I'm in the process of doing a screenplay for my movie uh, that's going to be out next year. So yeah, I've been a busybody. Been doing all right. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So how have you and your beautiful children been? Y'all still making all the money in the world?
Uh-huh. That's good. So you gotta let the people know what do you do, like Jake Jay Price and, and company. What do you what do y'all do? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I, you know, I am so happy and so proud of you guys. When I tell you that this lady and her babies are about business, she's teaching her babies how to be entrepreneurs. They are entrepreneurs at very young ages. And the killing part is they take it serious. They have been on Windy City Live. They've been everywhere. And man, to know her is to love her and her children. So guys, we, we got a celebrity on the, on the phone with us tonight. <laughs> Hey, no problem. So I want to tell you that the 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 um the the, or the ointment the stuff that you gave me for my hair been working like a charm. Uh huh. Wow. Yes. Uh huh. I know. I know. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Thank you. Like I, I, I'm a true man, a believer of her products. Work, Lord. It like they work. They work and they work fast. Really fast, yes. So thank you. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. That's what's up. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Uh, Ma'am, okay. Okay.
can start with the R. Kelly one first. Yeah. Yeah, we can start with R. Kelly first. Because that's crazy because I know him. I don't met him before. And when I met him, it's like, I didn't know he was like that. I did not know that man was like that. Because I met him uh, up here at a restaurant called White Castles. And we, we sat in the parking lot for like four hours talking about the business. I was like literally learning something from this man. And just to hear all the stuff that he's been, you know, because when I met him, it was during the time where they was talking about him in that sex tape. That's during the time when I met him. But he never tried to flirt with me or try to talk to me or anything. He was just, I was just doing my poetry and he was singing my words. It was kind of cool, but just to hear all this stuff that he's been doing to all these girls, it, it's like turning my stomach. It's crazy. And I'm, uh, go ahead. Wow. That's crazy. He is literally brainwashing because on the on the documentary, one of the little girls, he said that she acted like his little boy. So he literally cut this girl's hair, got tattoos put on this little girl, and everything. And that's the one her mama came all the way from Chicago to California because he had her in a hotel. 
And she went and got her baby. Yep. Yeah, they are. Wow, that's strong. That is really strong because his brothers was on the documentary. They were saying that he would lie on them and tell them to, you know, to say this and to say that. But they said, no, nah, they weren't saying nothing. Yeah, that's so, I, man, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. But they, but they had some, some, because I was like, oh, he must don't like older women. But they had some ladies on the, on the, in the documentary that was like in their thirties and um, forties and stuff like that. And they were saying that you know he flirted with them and stuff like that. But I said that probably was just. to throw people off. You know what I mean? Uh-huh.
was. Even when he met Aaliyah, she was 12. Yep, 12 years old, but going around saying she was 15. Yep. And I didn't know. Yeah, and I didn't know that the girl on the tape was Sparkle. Uh, Sparkle was on there talking about that and everything. You need to watch that documentary. It's powerful. And they had the girl, the girl that was on the video with Sparkle's niece. And Sparkle said she felt bad because she didn't want to introduce her niece to him. Yeah. Then they had the uh, the young lady that, and all the girls, like my mama said, everybody can't tell the same lie the same way. All them girls told the story the same way. They all said they met him. He made them have sex with him. And they said the sex didn't feel normal. It felt weird. And then they was just saying that he gave them diseases. A couple of the girls said the diseases that he gave them. It's incurable. One girl said she was in a hospital for a long time when he met her. She was in her 30s. I don't know if they said, did they say herpes or chlamydia? They said something. I forgot, yeah. Uh-huh. We, we have a caller on the phone. Hold on one second. I'm going to get to the caller. Hold on one second. Uh-oh, what happened to the caller? Hello? Okay, here we go. I think they were just looking. Uh-oh. Hold on. Okay. Caller, if you hear your un if you hear your unmuted, state your name and where you're calling from. Hey, great evening of peace, blessings, and love, everybody. This Titan of Poetic Chef. How y'all doing? What's going on, Titan of Poetic Chef? What's happening? How y'all doing tonight? We're doing okay. How are you? I'm hanging, I'm hanging. Thanks for inviting me to the show. I got the got the uh, word about it, so I wanted to call in and see, you know, what the discussion was about. Can you hear him, Jay? Okay, hold on. Can you hear him now? Say something, Titan. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear him, Jay? Oh, my God. Okay. So... Brother, we are talking about um, the R. Kelly documentary, and we also talking about the Jesse Smollett uh, attack that happened here in Chicago. Okay. So we want to know, like, your okay. thoughts on the R. Kelly like situation. We're gonna start with that first. The question is for that one is like, if you had a daughter that was brainwashed by him and that was held against her will. How would you go about like rescuing her? And then the second part, the second question is like, have you ever experienced like a racial 
you know, like, you know, situation or a hate crime situation before? Okay. For the first question, um, that's really difficult because, you know, I'm, I'm child free, but I do have a, a younger niece and a younger nephew. So from that standpoint, if anything were to ever happen to them, you know, law or not, I'm doing everything I can to make sure that they are back in, 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 you know, safety, safety's grip or whatever. So, you know, I'm doing whatever I can. And if it comes to violence, that so, so be it. But my objective is to, is to rescue them if nothing else. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what to say. This world is so crazy right now that, you know, you, you can't, you can't fully trust anything anymore without doing your research first, you know, anything or anyone. So I'm looking at what was happening with the R. Kelly thing, which I'm not really hearing too much more about it because I'm not watching TV like that. All, all information I'm getting is solely online purposes, but, um, you know, first of all, he's, he's the one that needs help as much as all the victims that, that are involved in this, they all need help of some kind. So the first thing is to get him where he can receive the help that he needs. Cause I guarantee you, you know, this is probably one of those cases of it happened to him and it's like a whole line of abuse that has happened down the line. So I can't just sit up there and squarely blame it all on him, but he's following past actions and just continuing that stride. So he too has somewhat been brainwashed into that type of life and he needs help as well. So from that standpoint, I can't be, you know, mad at him 100% based on his actions, but the fact that he chose to continue that, that, that path of self and public destruction, you know? So from that standpoint, um, I can't really, you know, I can't really be mad at him for, for everything that he's doing because it had to have happened to him. And then, about the Jesse Smollett case, that is uh, when I heard the news, I was just, I was just stuck because I'm like, he's an actor, he he's a very private individual. Yes, he's openly gay, but that that has nothing to do with anything. You know, everybody, if anything, has a right to breathe and a wa- right to walk and talk and do all of those things. So the fact that he was attacked based on you know, who he is or what he is is just totally out of line, you know. And just I'll just say this, love has to be taught just as much as hate is taught also. That's how we combat the hate. We have to teach people to love before we teach them to hate. So um, I personally have never gone, never gone through or seen hate like that, although I do have a, a – um, a god brother who was unfortunately taken out of this life due to uh, due to hate. Um, several years ago, on Fourth of July, he was shot and killed uh, in L.A. Damn. And he was shot and killed in broad daylight during Fourth of July. So, you know, I I know that to be the to be the only hate crime that I've personally been attached to. So, um. I don't know if anything really came about 
if anybody was arrested in his murder or anything. But, you know, I don't celebrate the 4th of July anymore since then. I don't look at America's mm-hmm. quote-unquote celebration. I just take it as I lost my God brother. He was just minding his business and, you know, just living life, and somebody thought it was his time to go, and so now he's gone, you know. But um, the hate has to has to end. It has to stop, and it has to start with us, not anyone else, but it has to start in home with us. And then once we get it in us, we have to be able to project forward and teach somebody else to love above everything else. So that's just that's just my little piece on that, you know. So. Hello. I'm Hi. here. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened to this crazy phone, but oh my god, that's that's really 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 terrible and you know um r kelly did say he had he was um sexually molested as a child but like my co-host jay price was saying a lot of us have probably been there and done that but i mean i don't think he should use that as like a excuse for him to do what he's doing with these kids you know, I I, right. I I I wouldn't. That's just that's just you know terrible. And my co-host has seen, she has seen him with her own eyes messing with young girls and stuff like that. And I met on myself too, like in 2002. But he was solely talking to me about the business. But I, you know, I I just I it it kind of like turns my stomach because. I can look at him like, dude, that's crazy. Why would you do that? You know? And then when he married Aaliyah, she was only 12. When he met Aaliyah, she was only 12, but she was going around saying she was 15. And they sent up there on a on a on a uh radio show, I mean on a show on BET. With matching Mickey Mouse outfits on. Come on, man. Yeah. None of that was cool. And see, you know, if people really pay, it's it's a shame it took a documentary for people to see the signs. But even even I can admit and say the signs were there, and we just didn't pay no attention to it because we were so hooked into what he was saying and the music. But he gave himself the moniker, the Pied Piper of R&B. Go back to your fairy tale. Pay attention. The Pied Piper did what? First, he was supposed to lure out the mice. He lured out the mice. That was cool. But then the people didn't want to pay him for luring out the mice. So what did he do? He lured out the little children, and he took them into the forest, and they were never seen again. So, yeah. I mean... The signs were there. We just didn't pay attention because the music had us had us swaying back and forth, you know. But it's it's sad all the way around. Yeah, that's just crazy. What did you say about the story of the Pied Piper um, Titan? I was saying the, the the fairy tale about the Pied Piper of of, of Hamlin. He the Pied Piper was an exterminator essentially 
he he looked he he was hired to 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 get all the mice out of town, and he did that with his flute. But then when it came time for him to get paid, he wasn't paid, and so he came back and he took everybody's children and uh, lured them out of their houses with his flute, and then took them all into the forest where they were never seen again. So wow, uh-huh. and he do call himself the Pied Piper R and B, right? He said that the story about the Pied Piper of Hamlin is that uh, he was an exterminator. So he was supposed to exterminate, I guess, everybody's houses. And when he it got time for him to get paid, he didn't get paid. So he was playing his, his flute and lured all the kids out into the forest and they were never seen again. And he so, that was that was yeah. a long time ago. But we, we missed it. We we all missed it, but now here it is, and everybody's twiddling thumbs trying to figure out where they went wrong. It's not that they went wrong; it's just we weren't looking at what we were supposed to look at. It's always what you don't see that you're supposed to pay attention to, but we missed that mark. Yeah. But I appreciate y'all for the for the invite and everything, and uh, I'm gonna keep listening on, Jay, to the show. On. I know y'all probably got other callers, so I'm gonna listen to the rest of the show. Okay, brother. Thank you. All right. Thank no you problem. for your thank you for your, for your input. We surely appreciate it. No doubt. That was Titan the Poetic Chef, y'all calling in with his comments. Oh, my God, we so appreciate it. Um, you guys are listening to the four-time National Award-winning POET Radio. This is Intimate Conversations. Me and my girl, Jay Price, we on here kicking the bobos, talking about the R. Kelly documentary. And we're also talking about the um, Jesse, Jesse Smollett, Smollett, and how you pronounce his last name. Uh, incident that happened here in Chicago as well. So we're going to see, uh, we have another caller on the phone. Hold on one second. Caller, when you hear you unmuted, state your name and where you're calling from. This is Venom from Cali. Venom from Cali. What's going on, man? Oh, man, it's 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 thundering and lightning, but I'm good. <laughs> Okay. It's thunder and lightning where you are, and it's snowing where we are. Ah oh, man, I'm hoping um, it is ease up a little bit, but I'm I'm straight. I'm straight. I made it home. That's all I care about. And that's all that. Yeah, that's all that matters. Thank you for being on the show with us tonight. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was listening. Big up to my boy Titan. That was some good parts, man. Especially with the. Pied Piper. I, I I thought about that a while back, man. When they, you know, a certain. I, I mean, I'm gonna be completely honest. Um, I love the music. I'm a big fan of the music, but I'm not a big fan of the man, you know. So, uh, you know, that that is enough said on him, you know, because I, I, you know, if you look at the context in which he did his songs, he could have been talking about young girls. You know, so I, you know, it's kind of hard, but I'm an adult, you know, and then I know how to distinguish if I'm reading, listening to his his vocals, 
how I can equate that to the opposite sex of the of, of a grown female. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's just sad that it, you know that documentary uh, it happened with with anyone. I mean, it's it's sad, but then it's it's a pros and cons on both ends. Pros and cons on both ends. You know. Oh uh, yeah, that's yeah, that is kind of sad. It's like yeah, it, it happened to you, okay, but don't you know? Don't don't use that as a as a crutch or as an excuse. Right. I mean, but let me let me ask this question, and, and I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Okay, so bear with me. Mm-hmm. Um, this you're a parent. If you're a parent, and you were told, oh, I would love for your daughter to come with me. And she could come backstage. I'll get passes and, and, and tickets to come to my show. Where are you going to be as a parent? Right there with her. Right there with her, right? Exactly. Yeah. These parents yeah. cannot, they have to be held some form of accountability because you cannot just tell me some stranger is just going to walk up and say, hey, can your daughter go with me? And you just going to let him go. Just because this man is famous and, and he, he, he's known or he's got records and all of that, you just let your daughter go. But then as if, if your daughter does go, you don't have parental care where you are, are not keeping an eye on what's going on with your kid. And if you do let your kid go by themselves, and that kid happens to come back home and they acting different, you don't question why they're acting different? You, you should question exactly. that. You see what I'm exactly. saying? But the point, too, is some of the, in the video, in the documentary, okay, and like I said, I'm playing devil's advocate, not, not saying that these women were not victims or anything like that, but the question is, why would it take all of this time? This man's been circulating for over 25 years. And he's made money with all these people who's, and, I, and I'm really upset with a lot of people because when you think about it, when it was time to make money, they, they, they turned a blind eye, as they said. But why not expose him then? But you made money with this guy. But now that the money is not really there, you want to cut all your music ties with this man. He done made y'all a whole bunch of money, okay? And then the same with the victims. Some of these victims were free to go. Hang, they hanging out at the house. They've been videoed at the, at the concerts. They didn't look like they were, uh, you know, under some kind of spell or you know, handcuffed or being tortured or anything like that, they're hanging out. So how is it that it took more than 25 years, 10 to 15 years, five years, to now bring out a documentary on a man that's been, up, been doing this for years and no one's, everyone in the world who's not famous, we know about it. So how is it that it's now coming out, and why? What was the reason for it? You, you follow what I'm saying? This, this is something, if it's in your community, you will want to be alerted by it right away so you can weed it out and, and kill it. 
and stop it. No one seems to have said, hey, this guy needs help. I have yet to find anyone who has done music with him, who has outright said anything, uh, you know, for him in his defense that he needs help. Well, he needed help 25 years ago. Y'all knew and y'all still chose to work with him. Y'all still chose to do things with him. But no one seems to say, hey, um, the victims, sorry, they're victims. I pre- I understand that. But as a victim, it's still a person's responsibility. If a person is raped, they're supposed to go to the police department and get a rape kit as soon as possible. Why do they do it as soon as possible? Because the evidence is fresh in mind. You can get detailed, everything. But they didn't do that. He's still out free doing, you know, doing what he can do. And y'all still letting him roam free, and they talking about the justice system got to take his course and all of that. Well, Harvey Weinstein, he he got arrested, and he's going through the court system now. But R. Kelly seems to still be free. And no one seems to claim that that's what they're trying to do. How much evidence do you need? How much is the judicial system in which we're a part of today in 2019 is letting us down as a community, especially in this situation right here? Kids were affected. Young girls were, young girls were affected by this guy. And he's still able to roam the streets. And everyone seems to say, oh, they turned a a blind eye. I don't get that. So until I hear someone explain to me how that was possible, how each one of those scenarios, meaning one, the parents, two, the victims, and three, the judicial system, let this man still stay on and doing what he's doing and performing, and even though shows have been canceled, okay, fine. This man ain't hurting for money. So why did people not ban him or mute him back when and let him keep performing? He's been on some of the biggest shows known to man. And concerts showed, sold out, but people still support. So I don't, I don't understand. So, and uh, if I can say something about the, the Jesse Mullick situation, those are some uh-huh. punk hours. Um, they talked about it on the news, how the person was hanging out outside the uh, complex, you know, and, he, and the lady witnessed him and seen the person had the rope there. Um, it should not matter whether you're white, black, purple, or green, you shouldn't put your hands on nobody. But in this case, your sexual preference shouldn't have mattered anyway. This was a human being that was brutally assaulted to the point where I think if it would have went further, he could have died. You know, he could have died. And they talk about make America great again, but you don't hear Trump talking about the incident. He made one comment about it today, finally. 
but they were making America great by what? Trying to kill a, a black man who's gay? But you wouldn't go up in the hood of no hood with a bunch of gangsters in it and do that. But you would do it to a defenseless person coming out of a restaurant late at night, and you would do that. See, that's that Ku Klux Klan mentality, that sneak attack type of deal that we as a people have to be aware of. Because my dad used to always say, everybody who laughs and smiles in your face is not your friend. And Mm -hmm. sad to say, sad to say, Trump has stirred up some emotions and a lot of people who normally wouldn't say have said Jack. And now they feel like they could just come out of the woodwork. Well, why wouldn't you do it in broad daylight? You so big and bad. Why you wouldn't do it in broad daylight, but you had to wait until the wee hours of the night and do a sneak attack on on a defenseless person. Yeah. You wouldn't go, and, and, and it's in Chicago. It happened in Chicago, right? He, mm-hmm, would they, yeah. would they come in the south side of Chicago and do that? Like that? You know, would they be mm-hmm. allowed to go in the hood of a south side Chicago area, walk up to some thug dude and try to do that? No. They had to catch somebody slipping. And then they want to make America great. Yeah, okay. You know, they could dismiss me with that. You're going to make America hate, and that's what's going to happen. And I tell people um, all the time before this even happens that you're going to see more and more people who kept their prejudice intact somewhat, black and white, black and white, but more black, them white. We ain't going to keep tolerating this happening. You know, something's going to happen and it's going to happen on a big scale and then people going to think black people don't lost their mind. And it's not that we lost our mind, we just tired of taking the mess. It's tired of, of letting people dictate and abuse and brutalize our people to a point where we as a people Say we can't take no more. We can't, and and it's it's. I mean, it's hard as a people to sit back and watch anybody. This is just somebody that's famous that got this gun to him. How many other people did they have? They done this to that wasn't famous. That was maybe it was a young girl they they caught. Maybe it was a a, a young kid. Or, or just a regular old person living, going to school, coming home, a regular person getting off work, and they caught doing this. This is not, can't be their first time doing this. But because he was famous, it came to surface. We got to keep our eyes open, you know. Got to keep our eyes open. Yeah, that's what. that's how I look at it, too, because it's like, you 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 had time to you beat him up you you calling him racial slurs you scored mm-hmm. a chemical on him and you put a they noose said it was bleach neck. yeah they said it was bleach. bleach they came out today and said it was bleach yeah oh my god then put a noose yeah. around the man's neck yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. 
It's like, you know, people just got too much time on their hands to just do ignorant shit. Like, it's cold as hell. You need to be trying to get home somewhere and get warm, not out here trying to attack nobody. And it's cold yeah. as snow. And it's just stupid. He could be gay if he wants to. He could do whatever the hell he want to do. You know what I mean? It's his right. It's his life. Who gave you the right to try to take this man's life or whatever from him? That's crazy. So hold on one second, right. brother. I'm going to bring our co-host, yeah. our other co-host back home. Hold on one second. Jay, you hear me? I'm here. Yay! <laughs> I'm here <now>. <laughs> Yeah, so now you can hear everybody. And then, you know, everything. bro, the, um, the, 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 to answer your question about R. Kelly, um, it's like the parents and the kids both were so starstruck that right. they wasn't thinking safety they thinking it's our right. Kelly. <clears throat> you know, he's a celebrity, so it's okay. Right. Not knowing this man's history, not knowing that you just, it's, it's almost kind of like some sex trafficking kind of stuff because it's like you don't gave <laughs> your daughter over to the devil, not even knowing, you know what I mean, that you don't basically sold your devil, your sons, I mean, not your sons, but your daughter's soul over to the devil because that's like what he at what he is you know in so many mm -hmm. words and yeah. then it's <laughs> like uh like a lot of people probably didn't know that they were you know sex slaves or something like that again because this is r kelly he's offering them money he's giving them gifts and stuff like that so it's kind of like <laughs> you know you know, we didn't know. And then, like, a lot of the young ladies, you say, like, why they coming out now is because yeah. they realize, like, me, I got sexually assaulted by my older cousin mm -hmm. from the age of five to ten. And I can remember everything he did to me like it happened, like, right now. That's just how clear it is. You know, and how vivid I remember, you know, what happened. And see, I didn't tell my mom because I didn't know what it was. I just thought this was like my favorite cousin until I got 26 years old and I was watching a special on Oprah that came on at night. That's I think that's the only show during the 90s that she had that came on at night. And she was talking about what happened to her. So I'm like, I'm listening to it. I'm like, wait a minute. That's what happened to me. So I told my mom, I'm like, Ma, I'm calling her name real loud. She's like, Nina, why are you calling my name so loud? I'm like, Ma, I got something to tell you. And I just broke it down, blah, 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 blah. Told her everything. My mom said, put your shoes on. <laughs> we drove <laughs> all the way from Maywood to the west side, baby. And my mother found my cousin. She beat the shit out of my cousin. And she told him, if you ever put your hands on my daughter again. I didn't know you did it when you did it. I hate I didn't. But that's this ass whooping is for the times that I didn't know about. She said, but do it again. I'm going to kill you. I'm telling you. So 
that's probably why a lot of them weren't saying nothing because they weren't looking at it like, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a, uh, like abuse type of thing, you know, they looking at it as, you know, this, this man for to give me a chance to see, he probably mm -hmm. treating all of them special one by one, making them feel like that, you know, he with them or something like that. Because if you notice half of them said that I was his girlfriend, half of them got pregnant by him and lost the babies or had an abortion. Half mm -hmm. of them got, uh, you know, uh, diseases by him that's like incurable. All of them said sex with him was not normal, you know, so he has a fucking problem. <laughs> he has okay. a problem. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, let me ask this question because I didn't see it. I didn't see that uh, special. Mm -hmm. Well, when his wife had this to say about this, because I know she, she did, wasn't she there? Didn't she? Know <laughs> well, Andrea claimed that some of the stuff that happened she didn't know about because I think she was like on one part of the house, another part of the house. So she didn't know about it. A lot of the stuff she said, but she was talking about the abuse that he that he did to her and her her daughter. Her daughter was talking about it, you know, too. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, so she was saying he abused her too. You know, but a lot of the stuff she claimed, she never, you know, never knew about it. I kind of find it hard That's my about how problem you with, Yeah, that's exactly my question. How if, if anybody is in a household, okay, right. the wife and the family on the kids, how is it mm -hmm. that she did not know? You know your kids, something when something was wrong. You know. I'm, as a mother, you know, I'm a single parent, and I know when something was wrong well, with my big, kids. Right, and how big was so that house? Right, right. Well, you know, they probably what? was in a mansion, but still, you you see your kids. Come on now. I don't, I don't, I don't right. understand. And, and and even okay, let's just say it happened. And remember what I said earlier. This man been around for over twenty five years. Right, twenty five years. So in twenty five years, we didn't hear. We live in y'all live in Chicago. We li I'm in Cali. Mm -hmm. I heard all the mm -hmm. stuff, and I, you know what? I'm not famous, and I didn't heard mm -hmm. all of this stuff about what went down and what 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 happened with Aaliyah, all of that. Now, mm -hmm. my thing is, if that did happen with him and Aaliyah, why would it? take so long for anybody else to have their kids be around him. Why would you put your kids around him if that's the case? And, and if, it's, if it was true, would you put your kid in harm's way? Then you're wrong as a parent yep. because you knew sure. the consequences before because the signs was already there before. And like I said, mm -hmm. 25 years. So in 25 years, that's a whole lot of people, a whole lot of females. And mm -hmm. as the wife, she knew. I don't care what she, but she was caught up in the limelight. As long mm -hmm. as the money was good, the limelight. Same with the people that worked with him and all the records that he made with these people. As long as the money was good, they turned mm -hmm. a blind eye. Why? 
That's dumb. You got the yeah. biggest voice if you're an artist. You got the, one of the biggest voices to mute him then, but you didn't. None of them did. They mm-hmm. made money. So why, why don't you take the money that you made off all that music and donate it to a cause that helps kids that were just like you? Mm-hmm. But they won't do that. They won't do it. I totally agree. And what you say, Jay? Jay said he can't sing. <laughs> he can't sing. He cannot read. He can't do nothing. And I don't understand why about oh, getting this. Oh, oh, he's a good singer. He can't. No, I know little kids sound better than he does. Okay, I know regular people sound better. I can, I can, this is, they put too much hype into this maniac. I never did like him. I never, like, love saw that mess. I'm like, something, this is just not right. I walked past his wife. Okay, this man asked me to meet him at the Wisconsin Hotel, all right, because we were talking about the soundtrack. And he was like, just meet me. Um, I go by the name Austin Powers. So I went there. When I was going up there to the room, his wife walked right past me. I didn't even know that was his wife, okay? Now, I did hear people say, about the Aaliyah thing on the bus, how he was having sex. These are his own people talking about it behind his back. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wow, is that serious? This man, I, I got to say something else. That song that Aaliyah sing, AJ number the number, R. Kelly did not write that. <laughs> I wrote that song. I wrote that song. And that song went to Jive Records, and then somehow he got it. And then they gave this man credit. So we had to go and get in court to get them. I done a poor man's copyright. I was 16 years old when I had, I had my own manager, okay? And I wrote that song about him because at the time he was 19. Now, he can vouch for that. R. Kelly did not write that song, but he get credit for it. And people just, he's a liar, he's a thief, and he's a child molester. And I don't see why people sit up here and get us in there all the glory and praise you. Why? Especially so much of why is he molesting these little kids? For what? I don't see nothing great about this man. Like I said, he cannot sing. He cannot sing. And I could be wrong. I know a lot of people that have listened to probably like, bitch, please. But I'm just telling you. <laughs> I, I don't... I don't like that. I, I would say all that now. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, people, I, nah, I, but, I, I but, do yeah. about when they talk about, hey, he's a great singer. Really? <clears throat> he's a great songwriter. Okay, now, half the stuff that he allegedly wrote, someone helped him. You know, like you got ghostwriters. You know, they don't take yeah, credit. Yeah. I was a ghostwriter for the longest, and I never got my credit. I got paid off. And then those people took credit for it. When I wrote for The Awakening, I was a ghostwriter for The Awakening. I was with Real Brothers. They took credit for that. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that credit. They paid me off. And if I'd have known mm-hmm. now what I, I didn't know, I wouldn't have never sold my rights. I would have kept my rights. But I was young. Right. I was yeah. Young. yeah. That man, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I, I know a lot of people that agree with me that he cannot sing. He can't. He just holler. And he's loud. And when he wrote those songs, if he did, he thought about those little dudes as he was writing. So I could not mm. listen to anything that he, because I'm sure 
like what was it um what what one of the songs any any of his songs so like that your mommy and my jeep and all that shit he's singing about those little girls that's it let me shut up hell <laughs> i'm getting mad tell us get. tell us how you really feel tell us how you really oh, feel yeah. oh, my why this stop a long? Okay, well, why this didn't stop yeah. a long time ago? That's that's my point. That's what I'm saying. That every the reason it didn't stop is because money talks over everything. As long oh, as there was money coming in, and it was just swept under the rug. I watched. I don't know if y'all seen like Neo when he mm-hmm. had his interview. Neo came out, and I was highly upset with this. Neo said, yeah, you know, he wrote some songs for me, or, and he performed with him on tour, and, you know, he said, I, I knew and heard things, but I turned a blind eye. Mm-hmm. And, but then he said, now I have to disassociate myself. Why are you dissociating yourself from it? When you made the money, <laughs> you didn't do it. Right. Then you say, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga did the same thing. She made one song with this man, and everybody was, you was on your way up, but he was already up. So mm-hmm. it was like you made one song with him, and then you were telling everything because now you got an image because of the Academy Awards and all of that because you can't be linked with someone of that character. Okay. Now, then look at, look at, like, I, I, I was waiting to see if certain other artists and everything, some some who's worked with him have not turned, a, turn, you know, made no comment. They just quietly. But someone, and I'm going to tell you, it was Nelly who said, and I quote, he says, hey, I'm not going to stop my money. If, if that's residual money that comes in. Doing that mm-hmm. money, that's that's my living. Yeah, he helped me get it, but that I, that's the man. That ain't got nothing to do with the artist. You got to separate, and and I'm with that because just like I was saying, you know, not here, you know, Lady V, I, I hear what you were saying about what what you don't listen to the music, and, and I respect that. Okay, but here's the thing. I listen to the music. I don't go into the music thinking him of little girls. I think of the music of, oh, this applies to this female here. Uh, this applies for uh, the loving care I get from this person here. You, you see what I'm saying? Because I'm an adult. I don't think little kids talk when, and say, oh, wait a minute. He made this, and he was thinking about this girl, that little young girl, that teenage girl. I don't know that. I'm not, I never was in his head. I can just apply it to me as an adult male and who I'm liking or interested in at the time. And I say, you know what, this song, it fits. Now, he's made some club banging hits, you know, something that I would be like, hey, you know, get my party on, fine. I, at that time, I wouldn't have been thinking, oh, wait a minute, he's talking about uh, – you know, and then when he making it, I wasn't thinking nothing else. I was thinking, oh, this is jamming, you know. But then as an adult male with a daughter, 
I would have to sit back and dissect and decipher, wait a minute, could he? But then I did think about that. I, I thought, like, wait a minute, is he really, am I influenced by the way that he wrote these songs, thinking about other females that are grown adult females, or am I being deceived into thinking he was talking about some young kids? We don't know anybody in the music industry could be writing songs and we don't know what the background of that song was about. We don't know. We were not there. We can't say, and just because one, that could be anybody in the industry. Everybody got some kind of secret, some kind of closet going on from the beginning of music to of history to the present. They, they always talk about certain people in music. Elvis Presley, who's supposed to be the biggest person out, right? But no one seems to go back and say, hey, Elvis married his wife at the age of 14. And you can't tell me that, oh, that was a different time then. No, dude, 14 years old. 14. And same with... Huh? That was six too. Yeah, but they don't talk about it in that context because they lasted so long with each other, you know. Okay, well, okay, it was still six. He married her. He he was almost double her age at the time. She was fourteen, but here it is. R. Kelly and Aaliyah situation, and you know the thing about it that I I can't forgive the, the Aaliyah parents is because they're claiming that that never happened between them two. Well, I don't think I, I think they they wasn't there all the time, nowhere around Aaliyah like that. So you don't you can't say that on a tour bus with the curtain drawn. That they not up in the be- in the top bunk, getting it. <laughs> they was getting it, and so people you know. seen it, and then they said, "Okay, now we got to break it up." So, now, can I ask? Yes. I have a question. Now, I, again, I did not see the documentary, but mm-hmm. is it true? This is on there that Aaliyah mom was also involved in a threesome with her, R. Kelly. With Leah and R. Kelly, I don't. I don't know sure. about that. I don't recall that. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember but, that. Okay. I don't remember so that. Okay. Like I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Okay, because you know what? If you go on YouTube and you see these YouTubers and what they're talking about, they were talking about yeah. this uh, thing. I remember hearing one of them say that that's what had happened with Aaliyah and her mom and R. Kelly. That's what they were saying. And again, I didn't know see it, so I don't know. But I'm sure well, she knew. Yeah. She probably did. Yeah. See, that's why they said they had to get an annulment done mm-hmm. once it all came out that they were supposed to be married. But, and, and now, true, 
the the manager at the time, as he said, he forged documents and all of that. I still, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, on a legal standpoint, he should go to jail, or Kelly should go to jail. Anyone involved in that whole mix should go to uh-huh. jail. Okay, but the fact is, you went on, it took a TV documentary for this to all blow up. Why did it wait all so long? And then the other part of it was the one who produced the the documentary, the, um, the lady, she was, and I'm playing devil's advocate again, she was quoted and on video stating at least 15 years ago that she was going to come after R. Kelly and destroy him. And sure enough, now she's the lead person to produce this video, this this documentary. I I don't know if she directed it. I forgot to look at that. But she's getting a claim for it, so I would think she is. So I, I just, you know, my, my whole thing is there's so many people involved in, in the character from the security, from the, the, the security who was watching, supposed to be watching him. They knew what was going on. All security knows who's doing dirt. They all know. They keep the most secrets, you know, mm-hmm. because they got to watch your back. And, and then from the parents, from the parents to the friends of these girls or these young ladies or these grown ladies, they all, what I don't understand, and I, when you watch it, and Nina, maybe you can help me out here. Nina, why, if you're being captured, tortured, why did you not just leave? He ain't there 24-7. Who was right, but he who got- was? He got watching, people right? watching him so they can't get get loose. But okay. hold on a second, brother. We have another caller on the line. Let's see who this is, guys. Hold on a second. Caller, when you hear you unmuted, state your name and where you're calling from. Oh, uh, this is King State inside of DC. What's up? That was good. Yeah. That was good. What's going yeah, on, brother? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just coming in off the tail end of um, your conversation, so I kind of miss, you know, what this whole thing is about. But, I, you know, I saw a new show, Chance of Support, so you know, I had to come through and do that. Oh, so appreciate it. So what we're doing is the name of the show is called Intimate Conversations. We normally talk about, we try to make this show like controversial, you know what I mean? Like talk about different uh, topics like regarding relationships, but Today, we decided to do it like a little twist. We're talking about the R. Kelly documentary. I don't know if you saw it or not, but we'll talk about that. And we're saying, like, mm-hmm. if you if you had a child that was brainwashed and taken a, a, no, against her will, what would you do? And then the second thing we're talking about is the Jesse, Jesse Smollett information, I mean, uh, attack that happened here in Chicago. We're talking about that as well. Like, have you ever been mm-hmm. a victim, like, you know, of racism? Have you been attacked, you know, from a hate crime or something like that? So that's what we're talking about today. So what's your thoughts? Uh, 
Well, um, well, on the part about the whole um, racism and attack thing, um, I was um, I was born in D.C. I was brought up in Cleveland, though, and when I moved to Cleveland, the area that I was in was, you know, predominantly a, a white area that didn't like black people. So, you know, I kind of came up with it. You know, I was accustomed to hearing it, and eventually you sort of got to start, you know, whooping up on a couple people before they understand that you ain't, you ain't taking it. So it's a, it's, a, it's a lot to deal with, but, you know, and the subject of, you know, uh, I think his name is Jesse. Uh, I can't get the last name, but <laughs> Jesse, you know, and, and mm-hmm. yeah, in his, in his case, I'm. Uh, it's real sad, you know. If it happened exactly how he said, then you know, it's, it's a real sad situation that that kind of stuff is still going on now. Yeah, it is. Racism is still is still here. You know what I mean? It's still here. It's it's just so many types of racism that's going on nowadays, you know. It's not just the, they they not walking around with the white sheets on with the hoods no more. Baby, they don't took them off. They don't traded them, them white sheets for, for jackets and they don't t- traded them hoods for baseball hats. Mm-hmm. They walking around it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it, racism is going down. But I'm going to tell you something though. When I stayed in Atlanta, Georgia, one thing, it might sound crazy, but I will respect a racist person that's right in my face and letting me know to my face that you don't like me as opposed to one that's hiding behind closed doors, knowing you racist as hell, but you portraying yourself as not to be. You feel what I'm saying? So I, those those right. ra- those people down in Atlanta they bring it to your face. Them rednecks down there, baby, bring it in your face. Like, I don't like you. You know what I'm saying? Because of your skin color or whatever, I don't like you. And they tell you. So, but for them to, you know, to attack that man like that and throw bleach on him and put a noose around mm-hmm. his neck, that's just that's just totally disrespectful. And I'm gonna tell yeah. y'all what I thought about when that when I heard that happen. I thought about the episode on Empire. I think when he got shot and he kept uh like relying on that pain meds, and then when he kept mm-hmm. having like flashbacks back and forth, and I was like, man, if he was dealing with that, and it was hard for him to deal with that on TV, now he dealing with that in real life. I was just like, man, I just pray for him, man. I really pray. Really yeah. Pray for him. Yeah. Yeah, because I heard oh, you really gotta nice know. Guy. Uh, and also, I want to say real quick on the um the whole R. Kelly thing, and just real short and simple. If you're not gonna charge him, then just drop it. You know, that's just you know. I think that he got problems, yeah. and and it's it's messed up what he's done to the kids that he did do it to. But if you're not gonna put him in jail, then leave it alone. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I think what name Life Jennings said it um on a little song that he did about the whole thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, funny, right. you know, you know, you you on on the show talking about how he did your family wrong, and you know the little girl's uncle is still playing bass for R. Kelly right now. So yeah, really? know, just, yeah, 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 yeah. Good. That was a good point, man. I was gonna bring it out, but that was good. Yeah. Yeah, even I mean, like Jennings on that song. You got to hear that Life Jennings song, man. 
That like Genie song was as real as can be, man. I, and I, I felt, I felt as if what he said was was on point. He didn't take a side, but he put it on both on the onus of the parent, just like I said, on the onus of the parent and the victims as well. And then, if it's so bad and egregious, why is it that his own the the victim's family members are playing in the band with him? Yeah, so they deal, they deal for the money. And two things you always want to, I'm going to tell you, two things you always want to keep in mind, too, is one, you know, he's very much on his paperwork, so you know you can't use his music without his permission. And the second thing you have to understand, and it's documented all on the Internet, since the release of the show, his music had a 15% spike in sales. Sure he's not stupid. He's not stupid. You know, people are still buying it. He's still selling out shows, and they still liking it even more. You know, just you know, just sometimes if you gonna lock them up, then by all means do it. You got to keep your children safe. But if you're not, then shut up and let me get the next album. You know, this is one mm-hmm. or the two. You know, I can move on to the next artist. I don't need a king of R and B. You know, I'm just saying, it's, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Protect your kids. Don't leave it up to the to the producers and the and the music and the police. And the mm-hmm. neighbors or anything, you know, watch your damn kids. I don't forget my language, but yeah. Yeah, it's all good. But see, them parents well, yeah, was you, like you so. Right. They were so starstruck that they just let them go with the kids. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. thinking like they safe with him, but not knowing that they not. Now, yeah. Now I'm gonna tell you something else, y'all. I don't know if y'all prepared for this one, because I'm 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 really not, but I'm gonna be real. They got the mm. documentary coming out about Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. and mm. that that one right there is gonna hit a whole lot of people because, yeah, we knew Mike had a kind heart. We knew he got a kind heart. This dude didn't had he spent so much money in the in the in the United States and outside of the United States. Being from Cali out here, we knew about the Never Never Land like ranch, okay. But as a parent, I'm not gonna send my kid, man, just because it's Michael Jackson. I'm not gonna send my kid because alone, just because it's Michael Jackson. The biggest right. star out there. I don't care. My kid is going, I'm going to be right there. I'm going to be there taking pictures, you know, but I'm not going to let you say, oh, why don't you let uh, Johnny spend the night? Okay, well, Johnny can spend the night, but we're going to stay in this room in here together. But, you know, that's, that's right. my son. You know, we can stay here. We can get up and eat breakfast with Michael Jackson. We can go and go shopping with Michael Jackson. We can do all of that, but uh, we not going to – you ain't sleeping in Michael Jackson's bed. I don't care. What right. He's not gonna... and, the, and now the problem with it is it's a, it's a good and a bad. I've seen big-time snippets of it already, okay? And it kind of it kind of irritating only because when he – remember when he went to trial – and the court for being supposed to be molesting some people, and then he got out, right? 
Well, mm-hmm. in this documentary that they're going to show, it has a part in there, which we are out. I don't know about if it shows everywhere, but for, for some since he's been deceased, they've had people re- who have accused him of, oh, he touched me. He did this to me. They have recanted and said that they outright lied mm-hmm. on Michael Jackson. They they put it out. The reason that they said they lied because they thought that they can basically extort money from him. And he was so nice and he was free what handing out the dough that they thought that they could run it because the and the parents were the ones behind them pushing them, stay with them, stay with them. And the more you stay longer you stay with them, the more money we can say we can get. And that was wrong. And you want yeah, to tarnish somebody's legacy. And maybe he did have a problem, like R. Kelly. Maybe he did. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh-huh. he just had a straight-up kind heart, you know? Maybe, you know? Mm-hmm. But the man is deceased. He can't fight for himself. He can't stand up for himself. He's deceased. It's not like R. Kelly, who's R. R. Kelly... Even with all this stuff going on, this dude in clubs, partying, mm-hmm. hanging out, yep. smoking cigars. I'm on YouTube like 24-7. So I see it all. And it's like, look, look dude, it's just like King Caden said, if you ain't going to charge the man, and it takes this long, like I had said, to, to come up with all this evidence, something's wrong with y'all. You got all these people doing the documentary, right? That should have been enough evidence right there. If you if if that's the case. But and then they going to Atlanta, they searching the home, they searching his his uh his property in uh in Chicago, all his different spots. But haven't nobody found nothing concrete to say anything or or the district attorney would have said we, the state's attorney would have said, go get him now. Lock him up. Mm-hmm. This dude walking around free. Big time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and nobody's doing nothing. So like King Cater said, and I respect exactly what he said, either, either you're going to leave the man alone or you're going to lock him up and keep it pushing. Exactly. We got other, we got more stuff wrong with this country than just R. Kelly. You letting every... And, and the more we talk about it as a people, mm-hmm. it deflects what's happening otherwise in the country. There's bigger things happening in the country than R. Kelly. As we just exactly. seen, racism is still prevalent. Exactly. It ain't never went nowhere. It just, re- it just rears its ugly head in a way that that's bad. And like I said, I don't know if y'all seen this, but in North Carolina, there was two kids, age, um, they were teenagers. I forgot the ages, but they're teenagers in North Carolina. They're cousins. Some white people uh, chased them down in their truck, you know, ran the little girl's, ran over the little girl's legs so bad that her lower legs were completely uh, almost, they almost had to amputate both the legs. 
they spray painted M-A-G-A on her dress. And the, her cousin, they 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 uh, beat her. You know, I don't know if they raped her or anything like that. They didn't say, but they beat her and they spray painted it not on her clothes in her on her back, M A G A. Now, I don't know how y'all feel about it, but to me. We're too busy focusing on twerking videos and making money where it needs to be a time where we need to be prepared for ourselves and protect our family because it's going to come a time where a lot of stuff is starting to happen and you can see it right before your own eyes. People have never seen this stuff. We, we've we only heard about it. I don't know if y'all older than me, but I wasn't around when Martin Luther King was alive. You know, I wasn't around when Malcolm X was alive. So the stuff that they're going through and they went through and fought for the, the battles through the racism, that's where people are trying to take it back to now. And that's the whole mm-hmm. point of this make America great again because mm-hmm. they want people to go backwards in history instead of move forward. And we we need to wake up. We need to wake up. I'm just letting people know now, whoever can listen to what I'm saying, because I, I work in an industry that lets me know what's going on and how it's going down. And you'd be surprised on where some of this money and stockpiling money is going and all these backwoods getting rallies and get together in the backwoods. And like Nina Purple said, they and I have a piece about that, but Nina Purple said it. They're not wearing the white sheets no more. They don't need to do that. They're wearing ties, suits. And and they can dictate through that. See, and if we don't open up our eyes and recognize, game should recognize game in any form, in any form. But we need to know where they coming from, which angle they coming from, how they doing it, because we're we're too busy. We got blacks killing blacks, and they saying, hey, that's that's just one less person I got to deal with now. But we we got to wake up. We got to wake up. That's it. I tell my son that all the time. Keep your head on a swivel. That's a family. It's a family mantra in my household. Keep your head on a swivel. Because mm-hmm. you if you keep your head on a swivel, ain't nobody going to creep up on you. You got your head is always moving. Your ears and your eyes is always alert to what's going on around you because people come up missing. And never seen again. And then mm-hmm. they bodies or they bodies is found somewhere else, way some miles away from home, in some backwoods. We know it ain't no black people. Black people don't really kill people like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's just. I mean, you know, it's sad, but it's just the time we living in, man. That, that's just real. Right, and those sheets will disguise them. 
because those be your lawyers or doctors and things like yeah. that. And once they're doing their job, then they can come out off from under that sheet and be still your mm-hmm. lawyer, your doctor, and you would never know. But now, mm-hmm. right, they don't have to do that anymore because our president, he says, okay. You don't have he to get, do yeah, that Yeah, that's right. 45 said, hey, we can. We, you know, it's it's just like they were talking about for the Super Bowl, and somebody made the comment. They said, you know what, the NFL was really good. It was cool until I I don't know if y'all seen the. Uh, there's a documentary, and I can send y'all the link, but it's a documentary dealing with the halftime, the start of the halftime for the Super Bowl. How did it get started? And if you watch that video. It, it would change your mind about the halftime of the Super Bowl. Mm. I didn't know. I learned. So, I, 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 I learned so much, and it made me. It, it really. It, it it made me think, and I, I you know I'm I'm big on history, and I had never knew, and I went and dug deeper even after watching the video. I went back and looked, and sure enough, that video documentary I seen was on point, like, wow. I said, nobody never talked about that. And I called a friend of mine who, his his nationality is Indian, Native American. And he, he he's deep with his culture, right? And he said, dude, that's why they don't really, that's why the, they, when football comes out, they don't like the name Redskins. They don't like the name Seminoles. They don't like the name Braves. They, you know, because they took that and made it to suit them, but it's demeaning to the Indians. And he said, how would you like it if they, you had a team that was called the Spooks or the Blacks, <laughs> you know, or the, or, you know, he, and I thought about that. And when I seen that, that I, w- I can send you that link. That you're, you're gonna be like tripping, and uh-huh. I was like, I showed it to somebody else, and they was like, they they broke it down to me, like, yeah, you know. I mean, it, halftime stuff is cool, but like they said, it didn't come out this year, and I mean uh-huh. last year, until Donald Trump, forty five, came out and said, get them bums out of here when he was talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick taking his knee. They talk about all of this in this documentary because they said when Colin first started taking it, nobody said nothing. Nobody said nothing. When he wasn't even taking a knee and he was just sitting back, nobody said mm-hmm. nothing. Then he took a knee. Then some people started saying something, but even some people in the military told him, hey, take a knee, be respectful, and say, you can take a knee. The military said that because that's what the kings and the queens would do, even in England. You take a knee. Okay, so he's being respectful. Then Donald Trump comes up with his election and talks about that it, they're ruining the America by being disrespectful. So then now the league turned around and said, hey, you know what? We need to blacklist this guy, and we're going to make all the players stand on the line and do the national anthem. But if you don't, and if you do uh, tend to bend your knee, we're going to fine you. Okay, well, they said, okay, fine. We, we don't want to lose no money. 
But here's the option. We could stay in the back. We don't have to come out and tell the game, tell the Stars West the warm, tell the national anthem is done. And so they do that. And when that has become a problem, whenever black people take a stance for something, it's always a problem. Same way when the black people who wrote, who worked, uh, who ran in the Olympics, put their fist up when they did that, it had never been done before. And everyone thought, oh my God, what are they doing? They're protesting the Olympics. And it wasn't even about that. It was not about that. You know, and it's just, you know, I'm sad to say as a human race, I would like to know about other people's culture, where they came from, what they do, how they did it. You know, how can this culture match with mine? How can we learn from each other? But we can't. We can't. You know, because they don't want us to learn about them, but they want to learn about us. Think about that. Right. They want to learn about you. That's true. They want to learn. They want to know, wait a minute, how how, do you do that dance then? How you rap like that? You know, uh, how can I do that? How you get them clothes like that? How you dress like that? How you talk like that? Mm-hmm. You know, but soon as we want to learn something different and be like them, it's a problem. It's a problem. And I, I just say, hey, as a people, we need to wake up. That's just real. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, brother, that was, that was, that was, that was, that, hey, you just uh, spoke the truth right quick. So, man. Um, Thank you. I so appreciate it. Yes, and everything you saying, you was right on point. I feel you. So, um, we're going to go and get up out of here, guys. This has been an awesome show. This has been a good show. It's been good and juicy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I was late, man. It's it's been storming here, and I I and, you know I had to take my time coming home because people don't know how to drive in the rain out here. Uh uh-uh, uh, no, it's definitely it's uh, trust me, it's honest, it's okay. Um yeah. So yeah, this has been a powerful show. So we do this show yep. every fourth Thursday of the month. Make sure you guys tune in intimate conversations. Um, Yeah, so we're going to do it again next month. Just hit um, me up. I'll be there. I I definitely will. So in the the words of our dear departed sister, Miss Conception, may she continue to rest in peace. And our dear departed brother, Zach TV1, may he continue to rest in peace. We're going to say love and blessings. Good night, you guys. Good night. Good night. Peace.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.